Hi, my name is Sylvia and I like to talk about serious issues. I hope you like to listen because I always speak the truth. My truth. Welcome to what Sylvia said. An uncensored, unsolicited and unserious one person's point of view on very serious issues. I'm here so it'll be worth it. Hello everyone, my name is Sylvia. Welcome to What Sylvia Said, the first episode. Thank you so much for coming. So first of all, let me say this. If you came here with the intention of listening to something very serious, this is a public service announcement. I'm sorry, I'm an unserious person. Don't get me wrong. It's not as if I don't have a serious look to life, you get. I do, but I've come to realize that if you live in this country, no matter how young you are, you cannot afford to be so hard on yourself. Because Nigeria will do it for you. Wijara. Anyway, follow me on Twitter at Sylvia underscore Madika for updates on new episodes of this podcast. And the topic for today. Hmm, it's very funny. While I was drafting it, I just kept laughing and laughing. I call it 2020 and its ancestors. Yeah. A rough breakdown of notable events in this year. So... We all know that in the history of our life, we're always going to remember 2020 for doing something remarkable for us. Some of us good, some of us not so much. (laughs) So I'm going to be um, going through what 2020 brought throughout this year, all the way to December. So in January, we're all saying Happy New Year, wishing you a blessed year ahead. If only we knew. If only we knew what 2020 was bringing. I'm not sure anybody would have wished you Happy New Year. In fact, for 2021, nobody should wish me Happy New Year until we are in February. Just so I can be prepared for whatever it brings. You understand? Uh, so first off is, <clears throat> there was Gamburi bombing that had 30 people killed and 35 people injured in Borne State by Almighty Boko Haram. This story, I'm not sure this story was very prominent when it, when it happened because even me was when I was actually searching for what happened, one notable thing happened in January that I found out, like 30 people killed. Like how many people are still in Borno with the number of deaths that we've been having, like, you know, in that place. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying that there should be like a significant drop in the number of people by now. <clears throat> Anyways... Something else was Cardi B announced that she wanted a Nigerian citizenship. (laughs) Like, girl, you do not want to come to this country. I promise you. Don't worry. We have enough on our plate that we don't need, you know, we don't need you. Not not like you're a bad person or anything. But we just... (sighs) Nigeria will break you, Cardi. You become Cardi broken. (laughs) So in February... You know, normally February is always Valentine and, you know, stay with your loved ones and, you know, weather for two. I don't know if there's a weather for two, but basically that's what February should be about, you get. But (laughs) that was not what February was about. That reminds me, most of the students who didn't resume, you know, to the university January, they came February. When I was asking some of my friends, they... One one of the one of the silliest response I got was, you know, say body no be firewood. And I'm I'm thinking, oh, okay, okay, so 
all right, who am I to judge, right? And then we already know about this <laughs> strange virus that was doing Invisible Man in China, killing people randomly. I remember when it became very prominent in Europe, I and Adiwale, my good friend, who likes to introduce himself as an unapologetic feminist, were discussing how sad it was that the white people were suffering from a pandemic, were so sympathetic, you know, helping them count the figures. Ah, God, how many people have died? Jesus Christ. We did not know that the virus will ever come here to Nigeria. We were so shocked, like literally so shocked. Then finally came to Nigeria in the body of an Italian citizen who works in Lagos. Like, why is it only foreigners that keep bringing strain disease to this country? Like, you guys remember Patrick Sawyer when he brought Ebola? Like, anyways, at first it looked like an illness for only the rich, like only the government people were dying. And in my heart of heart, let me not lie, I was excited, like, at least you guys are going. It's not a bad thing. You guys can leave. Like, local man or woman didn't give a shit. It's the rich people that die, so nothing bad. In March, corona became serious. It became very serious. Like, there was literally fear everywhere. Schools were shutting down. The whole country was going on lockdown. Confusion was spreading like wildfire. I'm, I was still in school. And then, like, the next day, we just hear everybody shut down, close, close, everywhere, go, go home. People were just, <laughs> it was helter scatter. I, I left most of my things in school, and I'm sure I'm not the only one. Like, most people left most of their things in school. But you know where the bombshell is? It's one week later, after school closes, ASU begin strike. Like, why would you begin to strike at a time like that? It didn't make sense. Because everyone is going to be in their homes. Nobody is going out. So what are you striking? You're striking, meaning there will be no lecturers to teach students. But hello, students are in their homes. Like, what is the essence of the strike? No offense to any ASU member listening or their children, because honestly, I'm a very good person. But I'm just saying, why? what's the essence of striking if there's nobody to be strike affected? You get... <laughs> Another significant thing that happened was the Emir of Cardiff, Sanusi Maji. He was dethroned <laughs> for disrespect of unlawful institution and blasphemy. I respect the North, eh? But honestly, any news coming from the North is just, it's comedy. It's, it's very serious comedy. Like, if I'm not mistaken, Sanusi is like one of the most brilliant Emirs you guys have had in Kano. Why are you dethroning him? Lack of respect? Why do you feel so entitled to respect? Who are you? Why should you be respected? Why? Like, why should you be respected? Give me one simple reason why you should be respected and I would respect you. Just one. You can answer me, honestly. <laughs> you can answer me on Twitter and tell me one single reason why you guys... Why Sanusi should respect you? He's the Emir. That, like, that is the reason why he's the Emir. Okay. So, in April, we started having all the fake news and conspiracy theories began to trend. Like, most people were saying coronavirus was from the devil and Bill Gates. And it was to put um, 5G. <laughs> It was to put 5G chip inside our head so we can be tra traceable to the devil and they'll track all our 
movement considering considering i haven't been to heaven yeah and i don't know how things work in the spiritual realm like you know if that kind of thing is possible i'm not saying it's not possible it just sounds very hard to believe you know like like bros where where is this coming from <laughs> 666 to a virus so what i'm about to say eh don't take any personal offense to it it's that it's pervasive very perverse but i just feel like the coronavirus yeah was a way of population control whether manufactured by man or you know nature created it it just it really reduced it really reduced the way um people are in the world that's that's when you're looking looking at it from a very dark side that's seriously very dark and you know not the kind of not the kind of theory you want to encourage but since this is what i am saying it's my podcast like don't like it you know don't get out but then <laughs> i just feel like i feel like it's it's reducing how many nonsense we have in this world the truth is you can never tell who who has the nonsense or who doesn't have the nonsense so let's just reduce the word population to to a minimum you know not, not like you remove everybody from the earth but then i feel like the earth was getting too much persons and that was her own way of saying okay guys i'm tired get out you know <laughs> i honestly feel like this earth is a woman like she she works with her hormones just for like yo dude i'm tired get out bam you don't die like no darling you get so I don't know in April I don't know if it's this month they started sharing palliative but remember when this palliative thing was becoming very very serious right and um one one very spectacular um event for me was how I saw a lot like a shitload of palliatives on the TV with um the humani- humanitarian minister what's her name I don't know without woman You see how on TV saying, "Oh, this perhaps four or five trucks of food was going to Abuja. The next one was going to Calabar. The next one was going to somewhere. Was going to somewhere." But where this palliative was to be brought home, a lot of people saw things their eyes could not believe. Like if you live in Nigeria, nothing should shock you, but that one, it had the audacity. to shock me because i remember when my mother was coming back from the market that day she told me that they were they were sharing this palliative at one if you live in abuja gogolada there's this primary school government primary school by by the roadside that they were sharing it there and then of course there were going to be loads and loads of people right and it just it just really um bothered me when she said they were actually looking at people's faces to give them palliative like you are looking at somebody's face to give them palliative literally if you're wearing like if you dress um like you're not suffering 
you know, they tell you, Ab, Abba, madam, madam, see person with it for back. I like the person make it call it. And I'm, I'm, I'm always lost. Like, I'm sorry, is this not for citizens? I be are there some citizens that are more citizen than the other citizen? You know, I'm throwing my hand to Aisha Yusufu. That woman, that woman should be a poet. <laughs> but then, on a very serious note, are there citizens that are more citizens than some citizens? Why would you tell me to leave the line because I look, I look okay? Do you know if I've eaten? Do you know if this is my Sunday best? Do you know if I'm coming from an interview so I have to like dress my Sunday best so I can get the job? So they will not know like I'm desperate but in my stomach, my intestines have already gone on marathon. Do you know if my stomach is a desert? So it just, it just, it just really, it made me very uncomfortable. When my mother finally got palliative for our house, like when she was finally fortunate enough, do I say poor enough to get, yeah, you know, the palliative, what she brought to the house and what was supposed to be given in the palliative were two different things. Like it was, I think, one model of rice, very dead rice, by the way, like green, close to being black dead rice. One would do with sand and stone, like it was one cup of rice. Let me let me let me say it properly. One cup of rice, three cups of stone, several cups of sand, and you know the shaft, the back of the rice, at least two or three cups of that. How many cups makes a model? I don't know, but you guys get the picture. The rice was useless. It was one mood of expired simo. So as a rule, I don't eat simo. It disgusts me. And let me just say it. I was thinking of not saying it so I will not offend the Semu lovers, but this this is a truth telling podcast. Like we're supposed to be telling the truth, you know, to inform people about the truthfulness <laughs> of truth. So it disgusts me. But but when I saw one we could see weevils inside the Semu. Like guy. You don't have to give people if you are going to give them poison, you know. We could see that the, the semo had actually spoiled. It was bad. Then, two cubes of, is it Royco or Star? I think it was Star. Star seasoning cube. Maggie, two. Then one sachet power oil. One. That 15 around. That sachet one. Then, um, red oil was put into... You know the smallest Coke bottle? This hundred naira, they put it half. What else did they put there? Hey, what else? Oh, I think half cup of sugar. I can't remember if there was anything. But literally, it was not something meant for. It was it was the kind of thing that, you know, if you are going if you are going to exile. Like, you know, not these um, Nollywood movies where they are banning you to go somewhere. To go and throw you into the desert. That's the kind of food they give you so that you, you can fasting, you know, enhance your death. You can die on time, you know, to give the vultures enough food to eat. Honestly, that's that's honestly what I thought. Because for a country as rich and well, richly corrupt, as rich and blessed as Nigeria is, it is a pure insult to give your citizens that, that kind of thing. Well, like I said. Some people are more citizens 
some citizens are more citizens than some citizens something around that nature one other thing was kin funky akindele tree party during the lockdown in april <laughs> and trust twitter twitter dragged her with mopping stick they dragged and dragged and dragged even even people that were standing her had to like join in the dragging with the level of energy they put into dragging her i'm not really sure funky Akile should have the, the same shape she does because she was dragged excessively and not like i'm supporting but people have to like have fun while they are like in lockdown and in her defense she said that none of the people who were at the party were outside her house that like they were living within her house but a lot of people were questioning like Naramal is staying in your house like this other person is in your house gee don't be lying you get anyway she got um her and her husband they got arrested and they were sent us called and it was looking like nigeria was was one very civilized state you know for for a few minutes i almost thought like wow our country works you know so we're not we're not living in some sort of desert wow i am so shocked <laughs> anyways when they got arrested they were they were fined i think fifty thousand naira. one chicken in money and then they were punished with community service like Funke Akindele is Jennifer. She does work for the community. Like, to be doing Jennifer is not a small work. It's community service. So, they cannot ask her to be doing community service. She's already doing community service. Oh, I suck at voice impersonation. Anyways, in May, I'm on steady lockdown. And the irritation level was growing. Personally. And I'm pretty sure it was growing for every other person because... Most of my friends then were just complaining hysterically. They were tired. They were bored. Among, you know, family you're supposed to love and cherish. Among family members, the irritation level was getting really, really high. Like, I was, I was so irritated that if for any reason I'm in my room and one of my family members comes in, for no reason, like, it's not come and eat. Or come and help me to do something, you know, something significant. You just want to be around me. I would shout. I would yell, get out. Like, please get out. Just go away from me. <laughs> and I'm sure, like, I have, I have problem. I know, but then it was heightened because, gee, we've been inside. See, I don't mind the being inside. My skin was actually looking flawless, by the way. I was looking fresh <laughs> because if you stay in Guagualada, the sun here, if you stay in this place, the sun here is enough to change your destiny. But because I was staying indoors, I actually felt, you know, relieved and very fresh and, you know, fine. You just have this feeling with you. But then, when I remember that some of our students left our property in school, like, including me like jesus and i just wonder how the rats the rats in our hostel how healthy are you and i'm saying this because this is the end of december and we are still at home so just in case i've been seeing a lot of movies by the way but just in case any of the rats is like a secret agent listening in for the galaxy of rats 
very possible. If you watch enough movies, you you you'd agree that it's very possible. Please, you people should leave my room in my hostel alone. Please, it's new hostel, University of Abuja. I take God and beg you, upstairs. See, but if if for any reason every other thing has finished in in the school and like you guys are starving and my room is the only room you can go to, please eat only those things that belong to my roommates. They are rich. Like their parents are rich. You can eat their clothes, their shoes. We even had like one semester worth of provisions. You can eat even my provisions. I don't mind. But my clothes and my shoes, don't you dare. Like, see. My roommates, their parents can buy them another one, but, but I'm Igbo. There is nothing like buying another one. My mother will not hear Shing buying. My father will say I'm an irresponsible person. Like, why would you leave your stuff in school? And etc. etc. But sir, daddy, I did not know like the corona was going to become serious. Anyway, please, secret ambassador to the rats in the University of Abuja. Don't touch my stuff. I take God beg you. I take God. <laughs> Some other thing that happened in me that is very notable and I'm very very particular about this one because like I'm so particular about women and girls right is you know the increase in gender-based violence you know it was becoming very um, prominent and justice for over like there was just so many rape cases unnecessary rape cases and I say unnecessary it sounds it sounds very weird because some of these cases that like of course, there's no justification for rape, no cause for rape. But some of them were unnecessary. Like one was reading inside church. You rape her, you now bash her head. Gee, how is he doing you? What is wrong with you in the mental in the mental school that you have? What is happening in your mentality? Like in your mental city, how is it going? Oh God, I felt I was angry i was angry and most times when i get very emotional like this i just talk and talk during those periods you cannot have a sensible conversation with me without me bringing it back to gender-based violence i was so upset so upset and then a lot of people at that time they want to do the sensible person in the conversation like i don't need your sense don't bring sense into i'm not interested in june Let's leave that before I get very passionate again. In June, we started leaving the house, small, small, like, you know, small, small. You can go to the market now, you won't die of corona, like the sun. One of the other conspiracy theory was that the sun was killing the coronavirus. That's why it was not affecting the local Nigeria. I don't know how true that is. It just, it sounds weird, like, like guy, the sun. Are you saying the people that are dying are... Are away from the sun are you saying they are sunless <laughs> anyways i don't know when big brother nigeria started though whether it was june or before then i don't really care about it like i'm not trying to offend the people who watch it though but that is like stress to me i can't just sit sit down and just start watching big brother i can on my whatsapp status i can know what's going on dorothy lacon what's the other girl's name um is it erica you know the click i love watching cartoons by the way so my precious time for justice league or tom and jerry or you know one very interesting cartoon and maybe tvc news i'll now use it to be watching big brother nigeria 
which is a fantabulous show by the way it's just not for me like sorry not for me another significant thing that i'm not sure you people knew was that an aide de camp of the first lady aisha Buhari was arrested for shooting at the presidential nephew and aide sabu yusuf when the latter refuses to go into self-isolation after a trip to lagos like gee why will i not shoot it you want to give me coronavirus i know i want to see god but no now like no now like i'm surprised they are arresting the guy the guy was very concerned about his health and the health of mrs aisha Buhari. like sir i'm sorry sir go and self-isolate like if you are having the virus if you are going to die do it alone there are some things that need to be done alone in july i can't remember what happened this month and honestly didn't find anything significant there was just perhaps one sporting something they were shot doing big brother in august this one is personal for me because i wrote a collection of poetry and i put it on my facebook page and whatsapp for 31 days so you can check it out mostly on facebook because honestly i don't like instagram it's not because it does it did anything instagram is fine it's okay i just i just don't like the app like right now i'm learning how to like go through the app and navigate my like literally i'm watching youtube videos <laughs> the app annoys me it it annoys me <laughs> let me not talk too much so again you can just check um against august agony that's my poetry collection on facebook at Tochimadka. then the north we always go back to the north a musician yahaya sharif aminu is sentenced to death by hang hanging 21st century hanging guess why he blasphemed so he no keep person hmm? he did not bomb even boko haram people that are bombing people you are rehabilitating them you are giving them scholarship you are accepting them back into you are you're just like, you're giving them a brand new life. And somebody blasphemed. He did not, he did not commit treason against the country. He blasphemed against the religion. And you want to hang him. That's, that's, to me, that's insane. It's very insane. And some of my Muslim friends, yeah, I'm very sad to say this. Some of my found justification for it. Of course, they had to be from the north. Like, not that, like, that's their origin. They were living there. So they had justification for it. Those are my Muslim friends that were staying here, you know, in a civilized part of life, you know. They were, of course, they were frowning. They were saying it was ridiculous. Because it is ridiculous. Why would you want to hang somebody for committing blasphemy? Why? I'm not sure they hanged him, Sha. These um, people were just mad on social media. They were shouting. You know, if you don't shout in Nigeria, like I said, you can't stress, you can't afford to stress yourself too much in this country. Nigeria will do it enough for you. You, you will be shocked. Well, moving on, September, I think it was this month that Nigerians just decided that they didn't give a damn anymore about Corona. And oh, like at the start of the pandemic, NCDC um, kept sending us SMSs like, um take responsibility they were just my god they were 
consistently sending you updates on why you should be afraid of this virus. Whenever you saw NCDC, like, pump, it would be like alerts. Like alerts, and then you just say, oh God, what do you people want? They were constantly reminding Nigeria, like, if you fuck up, you will die, guy. They were saying it in better English, but then it was just the same thing. They were giving us updates on the number of people that were dying with the virus, those that recovered, those that, you know, did not recover, and, you know, and on a low-key, those that were lying. <laughs> so it was at this level they were still discussing if, you know, regular schools should open because of this deadly virus. They were... They were seriously they were seriously contemplating if they should open schools. But you know one thing that shocked me is that somewhere in the beautiful city of Edo, they were having their gubernatorial election. Election. But then we need to keep our students safe from this virus. They went to church and censored, by the way. I'm sure they had parties. I'm sure their parents went for very everything serious, but they could not send their children to school. Because why? There was corona. Or we could vote for our governors, you know. The the um the pandemic, the corona, he had he had time frame. Why you are voting for your governor? It won't it won't affect you, you can't contract it then. But then if you are going to school to learn, definitely that you, you would definitely catch the virus. It's inevitable. Now, October. I feel like this is where I want to say this is the month that the Lord has made. It was bloody, to say the very least. So Nigeria celebrated her 60th independence and somehow spent some huge amount of money to bake plenty cupcakes, cupcakes, those small, small ones, in green and white, and made the number 60. You know, they just add all the, maybe 600 cupcakes. I don't know the number. Plenty, Sha. To create number 60, you know, to just signify that, oh, Nigeria, we've become matured and... We have all the national patriots talk to us and give us plenty talk, unnecessary gist about independence and you know it's important. Share unnecessary talk because forward to the next week, history was made. You know why? It started with SARS. Those, those do I call them evil people? They were no intent. You know when you create something, and it was not intentional. For you to become like the bad ship in the you, when you give birth to a child now you have three children you all give birth to them you give them to all of them with you know expectation like okay i'm going to be happy then one of them just decides to be the one that will cause you an early grief that's what SARS is to to nigeria we had them for a good cause but it, they started doing the most harassing young people young boys on the streets like harassing to the point of killing them unnecessary there's what am i saying unnecessary there's actually no reason to kill somebody on the street unless of course your life is at stake we'll say self-defense but unnecessarily because he's carrying dreads or he's riding a car one one that busts my head is their commander former commander somebody in charge whoa, before said a young man cannot drive an expensive car you know unless he's a yahoo boy because we know how top the country is like bros you know, you actually do know how hard this country is. So when you see a young boy who has killed over the hardship that you and your ancestors caused for us, instead of you, instead of you to do something good, 
or if you are suspicious do it according to the law is to bring them down beat them so that they will confess they are yahoo boys and then you just kill them like that like that anyways nigerians the young nigerians let me not just say nigerians young nigerians they were they were they just had enough they were tired they were fed up you know when something has reached the roof of your truth you're like i'm gone i'm done whatever english you have tired me i have eaten enough there was a nationwide protest that's the only way i can say it nationwide organic no leader nobody started it nobody ended it this is just pam pam everywhere woke up so traditional worshippers christians Muslim. like i've never seen so much unity in my life i was so proud at that moment it was a thing of joy to to be a nigerian right it's, it's always a thing of joy because <laughs> every month there's something significant it's like our country belongs to like guinness book of records for comedy the country that has that prize nigeria should take it anyways that protest was grandly supported by the feminist coalition i have to, i have to say it like i have to say it because you know we we, we need to pride ourselves we need to you know put ourselves in the limelight because if you know if you know hype yourself who will hype you i'm not there i'm not in the coalition but i'm feminist so i just have to like because it is the same term that is seen as an occult, you know. When we're having conversations, which is going to be like for another day, I, I have ample time to <laughs> tell you about this feminism thing. It's almost seen as an occult. Like, there are so many myths about feminism that just, when people talk about it, you, you want to look at them through the lens, through the lens of a psychiatrist. Like, how is your mental health? I'm serious. Okay, more to serious issues. On the 20th of October, that same month, there was a massacre. And the government up to tomorrow is denying. They said there wasn't any death. Even when we saw DJ Switch um, live, like it was a li- You know what a life is? It means this is happening as I am saying it. They had the effort to say it was Photoshop. How do you Photoshop a live video? This is not like when Buhari is about to address the nation in life in the room and we are seeing quote and paste, quote and paste. It is not that kind of life. Like, this is an app. Anyways, the army changed her story faster than a sex worker, sex worker sorry, changes her customer. First, it was, oh, we weren't there. Then, it was training soldiers, not really us, you know. We didn't send them. Then, okay, we were there, but we didn't use live bullets, you get. We didn't really look. Then, it was okay, it was live bullets, but we only shot in the air. But nobody died. To me, that's enough evidence to say somebody is guilty of a crime. Because check the inconsistency in your story. You are lying. Why are you lying? Whose ass are you trying to cover? Yours, obviously. So you are lying. You get? Anyways, in November, because the protests had to stop because they were killing people and arresting them. A lot of people were being, you know, arrested unnecessarily. Some people's accounts were frozen. Like, I can have a podcast only on October 20th. It'll take me two hours. I've not finished. But in November, they started this their stupid Alaye panel. I don't believe in that panel. If you believe in that panel, well, God respects you and grants you your heart desires. But me, as for me, Sylvia Tochi Maduka, 
I refuse to believe in that panel. It is a waste of time. It is Nigeria's way of saying if you are if you think we actually care about you, then you do not know. You do not know how far we have come in this business. Like when when I say something ridiculous, my boss will tell me, ah not today. So that's how I see that panel. Like when they say, Oh, we are I'm like, ah, not today. Maybe today. We don't hear these things. Then Asu and government are still doing their marriage counseling. Like, but they are still undecided about the fate of their children. Will you come? No, I'm not come until you give me money. Okay, I'll give you money. Don't come. They are doing back and forth. Asu resume. Government will not give us money. Government says, I'll give you money. Don't worry. Just resume. Back and forth. Back and forth. Like that. But the Lord is our strength and our salvation. I will graduate. See, even if Asu wants to call off 2023, the bottom line is, I will graduate. Well, I will graduate. And when I graduate, I will leave this country in Jesus' name. <laughs> I'm not staying here. Ah, okay, November. Corona vaccine is actually out. And, well, permit me to just say that some people still believe it's, there's a microchip in the vaccine that will be used to harm them. Honestly, I don't want to say anything because... We've not seen the outcome of the um, vaccine yet, so I have no response right now. For now, I don't. Have, if you have a response, talk. Well, you can say it. You can just like say it to me later. We'll discuss it. December, the almighty month of December. <laughs> so many things, like plenty things. I think first, it's important to say that this month, this month is should be any angel that is that is you know dishing out problems and blessings for December. You have tried, like December had enough. How can Thames and Omali be arrested in Uganda for hosting shows when they came into your country? How did you let them in? Like, did you not know they were coming for show? So the people, I'm pretty sure that there were people that organized the show. There were people that sold tickets. My own as artist is to come and sing and go. It is not me that is gathering your citizens for you. You have laws. I can't talk. Second is close to 400 boys were kidnapped in Kankara Castena. Like, ah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and and this was happening this was happening while Buhari was 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 in Kankara. Maji was there. Like a few days after the abduction of the Kankara boys, Boko Haram released a video showing the boys in their custody. But what surprises me eh, is how easy it is for Boko Haram to keep beating their former record. Like first it was two hundred girls in Chibok. Then they were like, Okay, let's just reduce it. Over 100 girls in Dapchi, and now they're like, Mofashio, we've been dulling. Let's reach, let's reach, reach a notable number. So they enter 400 straight up boys. Bam. You know, in Africa, in Nigeria, even though that phenomenon is changing, we take boys to have more value. So I'm feeling like in Shekau's mind, she's feeling, we've been taking girls, so more. All these ones don't get Belena, Afa. We need boys. We need people to carry ammo. 
We'll be able to carry wheelbarrow for us in Sambisa. So let's get boys. And and every time, every every freaking time, our government keeps expressing shock and then you know condemn. You will express shock, you will con when they killed over how many um farmers in their farm, they killed them. So, whoa, I'm tired. I'm tired. So in December, Boario still had his birthday, and a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people were wishing him what he wished Nigerians like, happy birthday, Mr. President. I wish you what you wish Nigeria. It was it was epic. <laughs> it was epic. <laughs> in my mind, I was so happy. I'm like, guy, I wish you what whatever you do to Nigeria may be done to you in a hundred fold. Say amen. You understand? The second wave of coronavirus is in the works. So. Those of you that don't know, there's even rumor that there might be another lockdown. So, people, wear your face mask, start carrying sanitizer, social distance. To don't come close to me if you see me on the street. I beg you, stay where you are. Give me space. You know, enough space. I do not want to die. See, only December, we have enough because. Recently now, um, is it NCC? Sure, they were saying if you don't connect your NIN number, your national identification number to your SIM card, your SIM card will be blocked. Of course, they need they need a database for all of Nigerians, and that's a good step. But you you have children held in hostage, and what that is bothering you, what what is giving you stress and unrest of mind, is my SIM card. Really, it is my your country is in a recession, and what is upsetting you is my SIM card. Anyways, when I tell you that 2020 came with its ancestors, just agree because I've used close to 50 minutes to tell you just a few one quarter of what happened in 2020. It is it's not enough, you can just go online and just check it. it you can have like 500 page essay on what happened in 2020 and you will still remain anyways this is where i say goodbye i know i don't want to go to but please remember to share this podcast with your friends family um enemies you know i don't care as long as you share it like i don't care who you're sharing it just share it and let them share it you get the wider the coverage the better so if you're a serious person, I'm not a serious person, but if you're a serious person, you can send me an email. I don't really like it, but send me an email <laughs> on what Sylvia said at gmail.com. Or better still, just send me a voice message on Anchor. I'd love to hear your voices. Your beautiful, serene. What else? What's the other adjective? Beautiful voices, you know. And you can also join my Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash what Sylvia said podcast. To leave me a comment. Like, let's know what you want to hear on the next podcast. Until next time, remember this is only what Sylvia said. And I'm saying the truth. Bye.